0: Cats at Night. Now, here's John Katsimatidis. And we got Mario Canomo. You We have some breaking news from you from Europe. Tell us what the heck is going on. Yeah, well, I'll start with uh, Germany, first of all. They are preparing through their central bank to, uh, perhaps, if there is going to be blackouts in the country due to the energy crisis, uh, capital controls, which basically means they're going to start controlling... In the worst-case scenario, how much money people can take out of the bank, out of ATMs, uh, in order to be able to pay for goods and services. The reason being that they're going to give priority to these uh, to cash and to payments to uh, uh, transporters of energy, to industry. Um, And that is actually pretty shocking that a country the size of Germany and a a central bank in a country like Germany is actually discussing introducing capital controls. Um, The last time we saw capital controls in Europe was in Greece during the debt crisis. So this is actually a very, very uh, large development if, in fact, it does materialize. What is the actual shortfall they have in terms of, uh, I guess, oil for the winter? I know they've been st- they've been stocking up. Yes, yeah, so right now the reserves across Europe are at roughly 90%. But just like here in America in the northeast where the cold starting to settle in, the same thing is happening in Europe. The 90% reserves they have really can carry them for anything from 6 to 8 weeks depending on how much they draw down. For example, in Belgium, they've told people to start and the, the average shower time in Belgium for people apparently is 9 minutes and they've told people to start making it 5 minutes so that they can save the 4 minutes uh, the 4 extra minutes of hot water um, a lot of these types of incentives are being introduced across Europe and now with the digital electric meters uh, power companies actually have the ability not only to track what you're consuming but to also control what you're consuming so um, The reserves are at 90%. We're seeing natural gas prices uh, rather low. But I suspect once the reserves start being depleted and the European Union goes out into the markets to start buying natural gas once again, uh, the price will start to go back up. And the megawatt hour, uh, the, the price of the megawatt hour of electricity will also start to go back up. Mario Economo, reports say they don't know whether or not this missile strike where two confirmed people are dead in Poland was intentional, whether it was accidental. What what are you hearing? I know that it hit about, what, 15 miles from the Ukrainian border. Yeah. Okay. so here's what I'm going to do. And I'm glad you asked me. I'm going to blitz through in the next two minutes uh, what I think is happening. Uh, And then you can ask me any questions you have. I'm surprised that nobody today on the program has touched on what has been going on with the G20 in Bali. The G20 in Bali, uh, Bali is five hours ahead of Moscow time. So when the G20 was wrapping things up roughly, and even a little bit before, uh, Foreign Secretary Lavrov of Russia left, and he basically said that the EU is schizophrenic. They're unable to decide if they really want to discuss peace or if they want to continue to arm Ukraine because at the G20, the uh, Europeans and the Americans decided that they are going to engage in another round of money and weapons to Ukraine. While they were discussing this and saying this, the European, uh, the EU defense ministers were meeting in Brussels and they were actually discussing uh, the Mediterranean and also a joint defense, if you will, force to be able to counter Russia. So what I think happened was uh, in the intervening period, President Putin saw what was happening and he decided to launch what has been since the start of the war, the largest assault of missiles into the Ukraine. Now, you're going to say, why would he do that since President Biden essentially won last week? The Senate's back in the Democrats' hands. The red wave that was supposed to happen didn't happen. I think you have to think counterintuitively. we got one Putin minute. Now, Putin now is doubling down. He's basically saying, I'm not going to leave the Ukraine. I have the ability to inflict a lot of pain on the Ukraine, and I'm going to continue to do so. As far as that missile goes, I think it was essentially either an errant missile or it was the Ukrainian defense system that actually may have hit it off course, like General Keane said earlier on. Uh, but I don't think that Putin is going to back down now. I think he's going to actually double down. Oh, boy. Oh, thank you so much, uh, Mario. Thank you for the update for all the American people. And uh, stay safe, and we'll catch up with you soon. Enjoy your evening. Thank you. It's Cats at Night on the Red Apple Podcast Network.